Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. Welcome to the podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Mark Talley. He is the founder of the successful socioeconomic nonprofit Agents for Advocacy. He serves on the board of the African Heritage Food Co-op, Habitat for Humanity Buffalo, Literacy Buffalo Niagara, and Community Canvases. He is also the author of the book, May 14th, The Day the Devil Came to Buffalo. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. No problem. I'm absolutely ecstatic to be here with you, Seth. Uh, let's go back in time a little bit. You are doing a whole lot of good in the world. What got you started? Um, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, I had a great tragedy, you know, from uh, 514 in which my mother was one of the victims, the last victim that kind of pushed me over the edge, something I could channel, you know, all the rage that I had from that day. I just want to channel it into something positive, something good in the community, uh, which that led me to start my organization, Agents for Advocacy. And it just led me to being more of a community advocate, uh, speaking up for any type of social justice issues here. Well, we're so sorry for your loss. And God bless you that you were able to turn that into a force for positive good in the world. Um, that was obviously the tops shooting that occurred in Buffalo. How... When was your, can you talk a little bit about the, I know it's difficult, but the moment of decision when you said there has to be something good that could come out of this, I have to do something to make sure something like this won't happen again and people will get helped. It was about a, a week or two later, you know, after, uh, you know, the terrorist attack, uh, I was trying to stay basically inside. I still had too much anger, you know, in me to go outside. Uh, so I was um, reading the news one day and I saw that, um, uh, what's their name? World World Central Kitchen was coming to Buffalo. I looked up the organization and I saw, you know, they only come in areas of disaster. And I saw that they were on Jefferson. I started thinking, I don't think 
it's a disaster. I don't think we're, you know, we're on that level. So I figured, you know what, here, if these people can come from, you know, out of nowhere, this isn't even their neighborhood, at least I could do something, uh, you know, try to put all my energy into instead of being, you know, lost in my thoughts, lost in my mind or full of hatred. I figure I should probably be out there, you know, serving and helping out the community on Jefferson too. And from that point on for the next two plus months, I was just out there with every organization, just volunteering, uh, helping out the community. That is absolutely incredible. What does Agents for Adv Advocacy do? We try to spread more awareness on systemic racism and socioeconomic inequality issues. Uh, we hope to foster reality in which uh, one day, one's race, one's environment doesn't dictate one's future. Well, we can all get behind that for sure. <laughs> um, how are you doing that? What are some of the activities of the organization? All right, we have a lot of uh, socioeconomic events uh, in the community. We try to promote healthy living, healthy eating. So we try to, uh, we bring a lot of fresh foods, vegetables, produce uh, for the community, for the residents that send low socioeconomic communities or those in food deserts. Uh, we try to provide them with these meals and teach them how, you know, different recipes. You know, if you're myself, if you give me a cucumber, I wouldn't know how to make a meal out of it. So I try to have people there that can explain better uh, what fresh meals you can make with this food. We have a lot of financial literacy classes in which we try to educate the youth and adults, because you know, myself coming from the same environment, you know, I had no idea what's the credit score, what's the APR, what's the interest rate, uh, how, how can I improve all of this? What can I do to improve my credit score? And unfortunately, you have, you know, people, I'm 34, you have people close to, you know, 20 plus years older than me still don't know this information. So if you have adults in your family who don't know this information, how can you pass it down to your children? So we try to teach financial literacy to get people out the poverty cycle. And we also try to do a lot of resume writing, cover letter classes, job placement stuff. That is absolutely incredible. Um, congratulations on all of that. You said a word there I wanted to clarify. You said food desert. What does food desert mean? Uh, basically um, a place that doesn't have that much access to, um, to food. So for example, when the, you know, the top terrorist attack happened, the tops had to close down you know, for three months. There really isn't no, no, no grocery store in that environment. So you have a lot of people in the community, unfortunately, um, you know, relying on bodega, bodegas, corner stores, the Chinese stores, even gas station to get their fresh fruit and produce from, if not meals for their family for the, for the whole month. So unfortunately, here in the east side of Buffalo, we are one of the largest food deserts here in the country. I had no idea, and I've lived here my whole life. <laughs> now, uh, you talked about financial literacy. You talked about um, learning healthy eating habits, learning how to prepare meals. Um, those things obviously aren't taught in schools. How are you bringing, you know, how are you bringing that material to the folks who need it? Unfortunately, for a lot of my sponsors, you know, Tops United Healthcare, uh, before I was a board member, African Heritage Food Co-op, uh, basically, we just get a lot of sponsors, we purchase this fresh food, and we just give it out to residents in the community. That is beautiful. And then what about getting, you know, those ed like financial literacy, those educational elements? Are, are you getting outside teachers who are, are experts to come in and share that information? How does that work? Uh, absolutely. I'm just getting people who specialize in that field. Uh, so, for example, we just recently had our financial literacy class. One of my board members, uh, Paul Perez, 
He has a background in starting businesses. Uh, he has a background in improving people's credit score along with their financial knowledge. Myself, I have a bachelor's degree in economics with a specialty in socioeconomics and financial economics. Uh, we also have uh, bankers come from uh, Evan Banks. We have people who specialize in teaching people how to improve their credit score. And we just have them come and talk to all the individuals. That, that makes a lot of sense. Um, why'd you write the book? Uh, well, we sponsored uh, an author, uh, my organization, we sponsored Jackie Abrams to come up here, myself in collaboration with the Erie County Public Library. And me and her, you know, we kind of instantly bonded. You know, we both dealt with tragedy stemming from systemic racism. And although our traumas were completely different, uh, she told me I should use this trauma as an emotional outlet. So over the next seven, eight months, I just wanted to put all my emotions, all my feelings, rage into this book so people can understand the effects that uh, systemic racism and gun violence can have on an individual, family, and community. Uh, absolutely. You are now, in addition to your own nonprofit, Agents for Advocacy, you're on the boards of the African Heritage Food Co-op, Habitat for Humanity, Literacy Buffalo, Niagara and Community Canvases. Um, how'd you get involved with all those organizations? Well, with African uh, Heritage Food Co-op, um, I had a big goal. Let me start back there. I had a big goal once I started my organization. I wanted to get on the boards of other organizations who kind of have the same aligning uh, that, I, that I want to do. So I just started looking at different boards. Uh, the first board I joined was Habitat for Humanity. One of the board members reached out to me. Uh, she said that they're trying to do a lot more stuff in the east side of Buffalo. We're looking for community leaders, young community leaders that can uh, you know, help us take the next step. And the second they said that, I just, I just pushed all my chips. I said, hey, you don't even got a no elevator pitch needed. I definitely would like to join. From there, the next board was uh, Literacy Buffalo Niagara. I've done a lot of stuff with education, uh, going into the schools, talking to the youth, unfortunately, in the east side of Buffalo, reading levels, math levels, uh, one of the poorest in the, um, in the state, I believe. So when I got told I can help, you know, teach people reading and writing skills, you know, I jumped forward. And during the interview for the boardman position, they told me it was uh, for adults and not youth. And I figured, you know what, it still doesn't even matter if you can have an adult you know, teach their family, teach their kids how to read when they don't know, that's even better. Because, you know, the average family, let's say four adults, one of the adults don't know how to read. We teach one of those adults, they can teach the other three. After that was uh, community canvases. Uh, another friend of mine reached out to me, uh, want to do a lot of stuff with the arts here in the city. Unfortunately, a lot of, a lot of art programs are being uh, cut just to save money in the budget. So although my specialty isn't in the arts, anything I can do to help the community, you know, in the east side, we have a lot of these murals that were painted by people and those people don't even know who those, you know, the people are. And you know, I figured with the Freedom Wall, we had the 514 wall. Um, we have another memorial going up in which people in the community are painting all the logos. Uh, and I just figured that's excellent. I definitely want to help bring more arts over to that side. And last one, African Heritage Food Co-op. Like I said, uh, it's a lot of food inequality, a lot of food deserts in the area. And I was definitely ecstatic when they reached out, saying what I'd like to be on the board to help solve this situation. You've got your nonprofit, you're on the boards of Four More. Um, how do you juggle all that? How do you balance all that from a time management perspective? 
Well, luckily I don't have no job right now. So I got, I got plenty of hours throughout the week to help, um, you know, put my time allocated into all of these boards along with my organization. Now I'm still looking for jobs right now. So we'll see once I get hired. Um, what if there were a magic wand? Um, what's your dream job? What do you want to do? Uh, if I if was if I could make my magic job, I would love to do sports journalism. That is my dream job. Unfortunately, I don't have the you know the requisite requirements for that. So I would definitely love to do something on um, community affairs, community relations, public relations, stuff like that. Um, you did you mention that your degree? I think your degree that your degree had some elements of finance and economics in it. Oh, yeah. Double bachelor's in economics and urban planning. Ye wow. You are probably in, I'm assuming, forgive my ignorance, <laughs> you are you are probably in the minority in having a double bachelor's from what it sounds like in the communities that you're serving. Is that correct? Yes, sir. What do you attribute your ability to do that to? Probably probably my mother I saw you know it was a single single family household and I saw how much she struggled to try to provide for herself for me um and she just valued me to go to school even when I wanted to skip school uh skip classes she just hammered it home to me you know make sure you get your education make sure you get your degrees and just seeing how hard she worked um I told myself I don't I don't want to have to have to work that hard to come back with so little. So she was definitely my inspiration to try to work as hard as I possibly can. That's beautiful. Um, that's such a source um, in so many different ways for you doing so much good in the world. Absolutely. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? You know, a lot of people talk about stuff that they want to do, uh, how they want to how they want to change. And unfortunately, I was one of those people prior to 514. I talked about all of this stuff I want to do, but I, I never did it. So it's the best thing for me. It feels great when I say I want to do this and go out in the community and actually, you know, put the put the boots to the ground. Now, when I say I want to help with, you know, I want to help with education, I want to get into the Buffalo Public Schools, that I actually can go into these schools and teach what I think they need to be taught. Or when I say I wanna go in this community, um, you know, for example, August 19th, uh, due to inflation, you know, a lot of stuff is rising, rising costs everywhere. Uh, we're having a back to school drive in collaboration with uh, Buffalo Police Athletic League, uh, Aspire Western New York, Ethic, Every Person Influences Children. And we're gonna give close to 2000 backpacks away, field backpacks at that. So it feels good knowing uh, you know, everything I'm working for. I can actually back it up knowing I'm helping people in that moment when they truly need it. That is beautiful. For um, our viewers and listeners who want to learn more, who want to support support the cause, where is the best place for us to send them to learn more about you and Agents for Advocacy? You can go on our website, agentsforadvocacy.org. You can go on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and just search Agents for Advocacy. If you'd like to do any type of donation for Cash App, it's Social Change 89. For PayPal, it's uh, Agents for Advocacy. Contact at agentsforadvocacy.org. All right. This has been Seth Green with Mark Talley. Mark, thanks so much for joining us and sharing some of your story.
No problem. Thank you so much, Seth. And if any of the viewers, if you would like to purchase my book, 514, The Day the Devil Came to Buffalo, you can do so on Amazon. Okay, we will send everybody uh, to all of those links. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.